Hi there and welcome to Living Greatly with me, your host Anna McKinley. Great to have you here. And I'm actually feeling inspired to talk to you about something today. And it came out of a conversation, a coaching conversation I had with a client today. Uh, we were talking about well, life as you do and, um, and, and a few things that were going on with her. But it's all in the context that we're all living in right now. Yes, with the coronavirus pandemic and with many people in countries now coming out of lockdown and quarantine and starting to get back into greater interaction in the world, but it's still not normal. We're still not back to any kind of normal. And there's still, um, you know, the virus is still out there and we've got the flow on effects, the economic effects, um, financial worries and job worries and all of this kind of stuff coming to bear on people. So, and that's why I actually want to share with you uh, three things that came out of our conversation this morning that it reminded me of, which are particularly relevant if anxiety is something that's coming into your world right now. Okay, so, and, and I want to be really honest. <laughs> you know, it's to be expected in circumstances like this. It's natural for us human beings to feel some level of anxiety with a relatively high degree of change and high degree of uncertainty around the future. Anxiety is an emotion. It's our mind and body's response to the perception of a possible future threat and usually quite a generalized future threat. And it's sort of our mind and body's way of saying, hey, heads up, you know, we might be okay now, but we need to just be careful going forward. Although it doesn't feel that kind often at the time that we're experiencing it. So, but I'm sharing that with you so that you can see, I mean, that's actually to be expected. It's natural. It's, you know, probably quite normal for us to feel some level of anxiety in these kinds of circumstances. And that's why it came up in our conversation this morning. And so it's hardly surprising as well that it's coming up for so many people at this time. So here are the three things I'd like to share with you. The first one, and this was really profound, is actually just recognizing the feeling for what it is. When feelings of anxiety come up, rather than feeling that something's wrong, recognizing this is anxiety, it's to be expected in this kind of situation, that's my body giving me this heads up, and just acknowledging that. I'm not saying we have to like it, <laughs> but simply acknowledging the feeling for what it is and that it's simply a response to the, what's going on in the world right now. Accepting it for what it is. Sounds really simple, doesn't it? But this is an incredibly powerful strategy. The second strategy is sort of a next step from that. And that's just around letting the anxiety be, just sitting with it, not pushing against it, not trying to make it go away, not worrying that there's something wrong because we're feeling this, just sitting with it, just letting it be, letting it come, letting it go. One of the interesting things, in fact, really powerful things about our brains as human beings what we focus on expands. You've probably heard that said a lot, but you know, it's an interesting thing and you can actually start 
noticing this in your life. What we focus on expands. What we focus our attention on expands. So if we focus our attention on things that are going wrong in the world, gosh, it seems like everything's going wrong in the world. If we focus our attention on all of the amazing miracles that there are in life, regardless of what happens, you know, <laughs> doesn't matter how much I breathe, there's still plenty of air to keep me alive, right? It doesn't matter what I do, the sun still comes up in the morning. I, I look outside and there's still birds and grass and trees. Um, I turn the tap on and water comes out of it. I feel very privileged for that. So, you know, the more we notice the things like that in our life, the more we start to notice all of these good things that are, that are happening in our life as well. What we focus on expands. And that's a fun thing to play with. How is it relevant here? Well, when we try to push against or stop an emotion, like anxiety, like worry, like fear, whatever, it actually tends to have the opposite effect because to push against something, we're focusing on it. So the more we try to stop worrying, the more we worry, and then we worry because we're worrying, and then we worry because we're worrying. And you can see how it escalates, right? You may have seen this happen. So just simply accepting the emotion for what it is and simply sitting with it, just letting it be, not pushing against it, just letting it be. You can see how that is a super, super powerful strategy. And if we can do that, it'll eventually, and it'll eventually go, it'll eventually dissipate, okay, provided that we don't feed it. So this brings to mind a third strategy, and this, um, this third technique, this was absolutely life-altering for me some years ago. I was in a very dark place, I was um, depressed and burned out, this was before I had my epiphany and transitioned into coaching and into what I do now, um, which is yeah, coaching, life coaching and positive psychology coaching. Now, this technique is what I call the train station technique. Say what? You say train station technique? What do you mean? Well, imagine in your mind that, that your mind is like a platform on a train station and that you're sitting on this platform on the train station and you can decorate it however you like, put up whatever posters on the walls you like, have whatever kind of seat you like, but you're sitting on the platform of this train station. And as with any train station, the trains come and go. The trains are your thoughts, right? And some of the trains that pull into this train station are beautiful trains. They're glossy, they're clean, they're shiny, they're quiet, they offer a really smooth ride, they've got great facilities. Every single carriage is first class, you know? So those are the trains that we might want to get on. Go with them for a bit, see where we end up. But not all of the trains are such nice trains. Some of the trains that pull into our platform are just ugly, 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 dirty, noisy, full of rubbish, smoke belching out of them, you know, just yuck. Well, would you get on that train if you were on a train station? Or would you actually go, ah, I'll just stay here and wait for the next one? It's the same with our thoughts and our thoughts on that train station, on the platform in your mind, you can choose, you can practice choosing not to get on that train. Let it 
sit there, let the doors close, let the train pull out of the station. Okay, and if we do that with our thoughts, they'll dissipate. You know, it's an interesting thing. If we can just let a negative thought or negative feeling rather, we can just let it be without feeding it, without thinking thoughts that will that will make that negative feeling want to stick around, without pushing against it, without any of that stuff. If we can just sit and let it be for 90 seconds, often it will start to dissipate, provided that we let it go and we starve it. <laughs> okay. Um, so there you have it. There's three techniques. Now I want to be really clear. As you know, I am a coach. I am not a counselor. I'm not counseling you here. I'm sharing with you three proven strategies that you can choose to utilize in your life if you're finding that there's some anxiety affecting you or some worries affecting you in the current situation or in fact in any situation in your life. So I'd love to uh, know how that serves you. Take them, play with these things, experiment, <laughs> see how it works out for you. And I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us and bye for now.